This podcast is made possible with collaboration and input from the LinkedIn Digital Transformation Group with reference to Google News and Wikipedia. Leadership Lessons from Your Inner Child Future of Leadership in the Digital Economy When I turned five, I got a new bike. I didn't know how to ride it, but I took it to a nearby hill anyway, a willing warrior, ready to ride. Was I prepared? Would I be brave enough to overcome the anxiety of facing the unknown? The truth is those questions never occurred to me at the time. Reflecting on this experience decades later, I realized I wasn't just a willing warrior, I was an ecstatically enthusiastic one. Today, I can't help but wonder why it seemed so much easier to take on significant new challenges as a five-year-old than it is for me now. As a child, did I have gifts that I somehow lost over the years? Was I foolish then and more responsible now? Upon further reflection, I have come to realize that I've been fighting a decades-long battle to not lose many of those gifts that made it relatively easy to learn new things when I was young. So, let me pose a few questions, what were some of those gifts? Why have I been in danger of losing them? What does this have to do with learning to lead in the digital economy? Here's what I remember about myself as a child. 1. I was bold. I took risks. I knew not getting it perfectly right the first time or two would have short-term consequences, but I didn't consider that failing, it was just a matter of acquiring a skinned knee and a bruise or two. I couldn't have cared less because I was learning something new and having fun doing it. 2. I learned fast. I found creative ways of falling so as to minimize those skinned knees and bruises. 3. I experimented, used my innate powers of critical thinking, and was resourceful. There were no fancy bicycle helmets when I was a kid growing up in New Jersey, but one of my other prized possessions, my replica New York Giants football helmet, served multiple purposes that day. 4. I was flexible and resilient. Maybe it was just being five, but no matter how many times I fell, I got right back up and barreled down that hill again. And suddenly, my confidence grew as my mechanical skills converged in positive ways with my attitude of being unafraid. 5. Finally, and certainly not least important, I was trusting, because my dad was pointing me down that hill and carrying the bike back up Mount Everest so as not to exhaust me needlessly. He was there, laughing with me, not at me, giving out tips now, and then, but letting me go my own way making the experience enjoyable and memorable. The future of leadership in the digital economy, getting back to where we started. Non-creative behavior is learned, said renowned creativity and innovation researcher George Land, PhD. In the early 1960s, NASA engaged DR. Land to develop and conduct assessment tests on creativity, resourcefulness, and innovation in the initial days of the space program. After all, if you are pursuing a moonshot, you better have a team with the most creative minds on the planet while preparing to execute a remarkably bold vision, one without an operating manual to serve as your guide. Dr. Land's assessment instrument turned out to be very successful and served a critical role in NASA's selection process for both astronauts and the troubleshooting team on the ground. The instrument was so effective that Dr. Land believed it held promise for other avenues. He turned his research team's attention to studying creativity and innovation in children to try to understand if creativity could be taught, and if so, how. 
His assessment instrument was modified for this new audience, and the findings were stunning. The team first assessed the levels of creativity, curiosity, and innovation in five-year-old children. The result, 98% of those studied scored at the genius level against these criteria. The test results were questioned by some creativity researchers because of the extraordinarily high scores, so Dr. Land decided to make the study a longitudinal one, studying those five-year-olds in five-year increments until they reached young adulthood. Using the same instrument on the same study group, the scores moved from 98% at 5 years old to 30% at 10 years old to 12% at 15 years old to 2% as adults. So, what started out as a project to determine whether creativity and innovation could be taught turned out to have a completely different outcome. It took Dr. Land 20 years to realize that he had challenged his team to solve the wrong problem. The real problem, he surmised, was less about learning how to be more creative or innovative than it was about learning how to not lose the innate creativity and curiosity that resides within us as children. Virtually all the executives I've interviewed for MIT SMR's exciting new big ideas initiative, leading into the future, share Dr. Land's interests in encouraging creativity, curiosity, and innovation. The importance of these early childhood gifts in leadership is one of the central lessons emerging from our early interviews. Setting the conditions for success, RBC's new leadership mantra. We have to be able to break down the traditional business models that we've been operating, better understand how the world around us and our customers are changing, and then rebuild business models and value chains with new paradigms. This statement was made to me by Dave McKay, President and CEO of RBC, one of the world's largest financial services companies. Similar to DR. Land's reflections, McKay came to believe that over the years, leaders at RBC were too conservative in their goal setting and not acting boldly enough. We're a leading franchise in Canada and now a leading bank globally. We felt that weight of expectations to be steady. Banking used to have many barriers to entry. It required billions to enter the business. But now, with the onset of digitalization, smaller, newer, more agile players can enter the business and chip away at your value chain and get between you and your customers. You don't want anybody getting between you and your customers. So we needed to reimagine ourselves. In the past, we laid out conservative plans and set conservative goals to ensure that we wouldn't fail. Not anymore. Today, our leadership model casts a net for those who act boldly, are innovative and flexible, take risks, and have a hunger for learning and speed. McKay was clear that RBC was not pursuing innovative and bold thinking just for the sake of behaving that way. On the contrary, he was suggesting that in order to maintain its responsibility to its shareholders, RBC needed to think and behave more creatively because its competitors were offering new and innovative services that made RBC's services potentially less compelling. As such, McKay was stating that the new accountability for RBC was to be bold, but with an eye that would eventually result in differentiated value for its customers and shareholders. McKay talked a lot about unlocking the potential that already existed in his organization, but had been drummed out of them by working under a mindset that was characterized by a fear of failure. I firmly believe that today a great leader's first job is to unlock the potential of people in the organization, and the second job is to walk the talk and act that way day in and day out. They must create the conditions for success and then live it. 
As a specific example of unlocking people's potential, McKay told me about RBC's Amplify program, a summer internship program in which RBC leaders assign some challenging problems not to its senior leaders or even its high potential talents, but to summer university students. These students come to Amplify with a clean slate. They bring creative minds with unfiltered thinking to these challenges some of the musicians, some art students, and some with a love of science. The freshness with which they look at these problems has been eye-opening for us all. Their ideas have generated more than 10 patents for us this summer, and they are inspiring the organization. As leaders in today's world, we need to recall the gifts of our inner child. We must set the conditions for success by creating an organizational mindset that supports experimentation, innovation, critical thinking, resilience, and speed. At the same time, we need to recognize that these activities and capabilities are not ends in themselves. Results matter. Acting boldly while keeping a focus on results is one of the key leadership challenges in a digital era. A message from our sponsor, Anchor.fm. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me tell you here how it works. It's free, you can register free online. Just go to Anchor.fm and register. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or desktop computer, that's how easy it is. Anchor will also help to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and many more other platforms. You can also generate income from your podcast, with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place. Now, you can download the Anchor apps from the Apple Store or Google Play Store. Enjoy the podcast, thanks again. What is the role of leadership in digital transformation? The recent pandemic has demonstrated that, when used effectively, digital transformation can help businesses succeed in even the most trying circumstances. Whatever sector business is in, using the right digital tools and technology can provide companies with new value and potential. Digital transformation might seem overused these days, and perhaps a little vague, leaving many wondering what it actually refers to. The term can mean different things for different companies. For some, it might be using a new online computing platform to better organize the company finances. For others, it could be moving to a different operational model from a physical office to a remote working setup. Irrespective of the technology or scale, successful digital transformation programs begin the need for senior management to understand change starts with people. In the blog ahead, let's explore the digital transformation framework and the role of leadership in digital transformation. The digital transformation framework. Cognizant recently published a useful framework that can help you understand what goes into a digital transformation program. As per the framework, leaders can initiate digital transformation in their companies by doing the following. Digitizing customer experience. With numerous social and digital channels, customers now expect brand engagement across all of them. Enabling an omni-channel relationship with your customers can help you secure a larger market share and bring in more profits. 
digitizing products and services, it's not enough these days to simply sell a product or a service. The most successful brands are selling experiences, as they effectively use technology to serve their customers. Businesses can also allow clients to customize their products to boost satisfaction levels. Digitizing company operations, digitizing products, and customer experiences isn't enough to improve market share. Companies are looking into digitizing and streamlining their processes to make them relevant in multiple markets and give them a competitive edge. Digitizing employee communication channels. Digitization of a company can also be achieved by moving communication channels into the digital space. This way, employees can work more closely and enjoy greater collaboration across different locations. The role of leadership in digital transformation. While having a robust framework in place can speed up the digitization process, it isn't enough. A McKinsey research report reveals that less than one-third of all digital transformation efforts succeed globally, even for digitally savvy sectors like media and tech. The success rate is even lower for other sectors. The biggest challenge to achieving widespread transformation is reluctance from the employees to accept new technologies or policies. The company's size is a huge factor too, the larger the size, the harder it can be to convince the workforce to accept the change. When leading digital transformation in your company, it's your responsibility to foster enthusiasm among the employees for the transformation opportunities. Here are some tips to follow if you are implementing a new digital transformation strategy within a company. 1. Have customer-focused business objectives. You shouldn't implement digital transformation just for the sake of it. McKinsey research says that businesses focusing on tech as an end goal are more likely to fail in their transformation efforts. You should instead try to determine how technology can help you serve your customers better. Having customer-focused goals for transformation can help managers pick the technology that can truly help a company transform. 2. Don't neglect what works. While embracing digital change can be a good goal, don't throw out conventional management and communication techniques, especially if they work. Many traditional communication channels can bring the same results and keeping them in place will help employees feel comfortable. Companies should try to integrate successful communication and management techniques with digital tools to make them more transparent and efficient. 3. Teams need to accept the transformation. Change often induces confusion and fear of uncertainty among employees. When companies adopt new tech to reduce costs, employees see the decision as a prelude to replacing them altogether. One of the primary responsibilities of leaders is to get teams to see that technology can reduce their workload and help add more value to the company. Companies should invest time and resources into training teams in the technology to let them understand its worth rather than see it as a threat to their jobs. As a leader initiating digital transformation, you must remember that it takes time to bring change at all levels and get employees on board at the same time. You must adopt an open-door policy and transparent management efforts to reassure your employees and make your transformation efforts successful.
leaders for a digital transformation it can be mission critical for companies to consider the traits competencies and drivers of the talent in house and external that will help create their digital future it can be mission critical for companies to consider the traits competencies and drivers of the talent in house and external that will help create their digital future a talent response to a digital revolution across all industries from consumer goods to healthcare manufacturing to financial services more companies are going digital the revolution of digitization is fundamentally changing the way companies make and sell products as well as reach customers from capturing big data insights to creating online platforms for inventory management or customer service there are significant opportunities and challenges for traditional companies customer demands are prompting radical overhauls of how business gets done by employing intuitive interfaces around the clock availability real time fulfillment personalized treatment global consistency and zero errors those that successfully make the transition are poised to reap competitive advantages from higher profit margins to faster market share growth some will be true disruptors reshaping their industries to their advantage digitization is not just about technology however even access to the best tech doesn't ensure digital success more traditional companies must have the right mix of talent to lead and execute a successful transformation they must combine internal talent determined to be digitally ready with select externally recruited born digital talent from pure play web 2.0 or internet of things organizations or from traditional companies more advanced in digital strategies as corn fairy sees in its work with clients companies that closely align their talent and business strategies are more likely to perform better achieve desired objectives and retain highly engaged high performing talent a successful business strategy for a digital transformation therefore requires a comprehensive digitization talent strategy to complete the mission there is a big hurdle highly experienced digital talent now capable of leading a transformation or possessing the traits and aptitudes to be digitally ready in the near future is scarce and it's in sky high demand leaders with digital or online in their title are currently hot commodities compounding the problem leaders likely to succeed in driving a digital transformation in a traditional organization may carry a markedly different profile from those who typically thrive in a pure play born digital organization as corn fairy research shows born digital executives may be more likely to rise through the expert ranks of pure play digital firms they often are narrowly focused on one crucial area in contrast executives who succeed in traditional companies tend to be broad based in their experiences and skills including knowing how to read people and motivate teams as this comparison shows digital success is not a one size fits all talent proposition this paper shows how digitization initiatives must be paired with a comprehensive talent strategy that looks at all aspects of the transformation 
Companies must identify digitally ready, in-house talent, some found in surprising places, capable of taking active roles in the transformation. This existing talent possesses skills such as navigating the organization, building relationship networks, and influencing others. These are crucial to fostering buy-in of digitization initiatives. To fill expertise gaps, organizations can strategically recruit external talent with the traits and capabilities to cross over into a traditional environment. This is the essence of a hybrid strategy key to achieving a successful digital transformation. Digital Transformation Leaders Talent that is born digital versus those who go digital often pursue different roles and professional trajectories. Executives who are digital natives often hold roles that call for deep expertise and are more singularly focused. They dive deep into one project. They differ, too, in their competencies, traits, and drivers. They tend to be motivated by structure and prefer narrowly defined or single-focus roles requiring depth and specialized knowledge skills, clear objectives, and a higher degree of detail orientation and predictability. In comparison, executives in traditional companies tend to be savvier in influencing others, rely more on lateral influence in their roles, and are far more social and empathetic than our digital executives. Traits Cultural dexterity, combining cultural knowledge, emotional intelligence, and interpersonal skills to achieve results in any cross-cultural context. Learning agility, the ability to apply past lessons to new and first-time situations. Emotional intelligence, reading and relating to others. Competencies Thought Understanding the business, making complex decisions, and creating the new and different. Results Taking initiative, managing execution, and focusing on performance. People Building collaborative relationships, optimizing diverse talent, and influencing people. Self Being authentic, open, and flexible, and adaptable. Drivers Challenge, motivated by achievement in the face of tough obstacles. Independence, prefers to work freely, autonomously, and with limited involvement from others. Structure, prefers process-oriented, structured, and stable work environments. Power, motivated to seek influence, recognition, and increasing levels of responsibility. Born digital executives also tend to be motivated more by independence, working without imposed constraints, while going digital executives are more often motivated by challenges, learning, growing, and pushing themselves. Other key differences show up between the two in the self and people competencies. Born digital executives tend to be higher in self-oriented competencies, such as adaptability, managing ambiguity, and nimble learning. They resemble in their motivation other professionals with high expertise, and even those who are emotionally intelligent often show lower levels of people-oriented competencies. In contrast, going digital executives rank higher in people-oriented competencies, such as interpersonal savvy, collaboration, managing conflict, building teams, communication, persuasion, and inspiring and developing talent.
these leaders tend to be strong in building relationships and influencing others critical capabilities given the scope of most digitization strategies in comparing these groups going digital executives are 28% more likely to score high in building collaborative relationships than their born digital counterparts born digital executives are 20% more likely to score high in being flexible and adaptable in comparison to their counterparts executives who are digital natives also show strengths in understanding the business making the right call having a strategic mindset and being open innovative and resilient theirs is a world of trial and error it's easier and faster to test an idea on real users customers rather than spending days or weeks debating a concept's validity many born digital executives also say that failing equals learning and therefore failing fast equals learning fast this is an alien concept in many established companies where quality and incremental continual improvement is paramount to success given the need for digital expertise and people oriented influence in organizations companies likely should adopt a hybrid strategy that combines the strengths of both talent cohorts this approach also lowers the risk of what can be a difficult dynamic or unhappy fit between an independent minded born digital executive and a hierarchical large company building bench strength talent that's ready to go digital can be found throughout most traditional companies today some of these leaders may have expertise already in digital strategies and applications others may have strong interests in them they may vary in their readiness some immediately capable of helping to lead a digital transformation and others getting involved in the near term those who are digitally ready tend to thrive in a testing and learning environment with quick cycles of trial and error they are action oriented and open to new ideas they possess learning agility this is a key success trait that corn ferry defines as the willingness and ability to take on new and different challenges while applying lessons learned before to new experiences and first time situations to complement their digital readiness internal leaders may need development in leadership skills exposure to more digital experiences a broader vision and capabilities to achieve results through others a hybrid strategy that emphasizes organizations internal digital readiness also requires a different outlook on the workforce This view must emphasize all across the organization the importance of tech-savvy talent who are comfortable with change and eager to learn how to do things in new ways. Assessing the capabilities of internal talent can produce significant benefits. As Cone Ferry has found in its work with clients, organizations in the short term can increase their digital transformation capacity by identifying and developing internal talent with profiles determined by an assessment close to the ideal for digital transformation in the medium term organizations can improve their pure digital capacity by exposing core leaders to digital experiences the transformation capacity also increases significantly when core leaders are challenged to develop transformational competencies 
digital ready talent and learning agility to be part of a digital transformation internal talent must be learning agile they must learn quickly and react to the unexpected this highly desirable trait includes mental agility critical thinking skills and comfort with complexity scrutinizing problems and making fresh connections they must be able to make these understandable to others change agility the ability to experiment and deal with the discomfort of change with a passion for ideas and a high interest in continual development once it has a clear understanding of its internal capabilities as well as the gaps between where it is now and where it wants to be an organization can take an intelligent focused approach to its going digital talent strategy acquiring digital leadership traditional companies to fill in gaps in expertise and round out their internal team likely will look outside to acquire digital expertise besides considering born digital talent they also should seek out the digitally experienced a big part of the digital talent recruited recently has come from sectors further ahead in digital transformation than the hiring company this is important many traditional companies may be tempted to assume that talent just because it comes from a pure play digital company must be best to lead a digital transition but if the rare executive from the independent non hierarchical pure play digital world who succeeds in a traditional corporate setting fit becomes critical to determine if such leaders will succeed in a traditional company's culture as well as the region or country of employment leaders from pure play digital titans such as amazon and google should not automatically be considered as standouts to lead digital transformations elsewhere further early career e-commerce and digital marketing talent those in their late 20s and early 30s may have digital expertise but often lack management experience and leadership skills these take time and willingness to develop many pure play digital executives who have not created a pure play business may be better described as evangelists they excel at helping a business evolve toward digitization such as by instilling the needed culture and work practices but they may not be strategic and best suited to create a business model a rare capacity in high demand particularly in silicon valley and thus very expensive for top digital talent it is a sellers market there is a huge demand for executives with proven experience transforming organizations digitally and those from pure play digitally native companies successful digital executives also tend to be entrepreneurs who by definition don't seek a job to make matters worse this elite talent pool is shrinking because of growing temptations for many executives with a decade or more of digital experience to move early into plural careers that is taking on multiple non-executive posts in answer to the clamor made by boards for independent directors with digital experience among the FTSE 100 for example only a fraction 1.7% in 2013 of non-executive directors qualify as digital 
having spent most of their careers in internet-centric companies or in strategic roles focused on leveraging the internet. Offers that can't be refused Companies that successfully recruit digital executives must put together compelling offers, including creative compensation packages with aggressive incentive plans, equity participation, such as restricted stock units, RSUs, and stock options, flexible work schedules, executive housing to support long-distance commutes, and signing bonuses. Sizable offers are the norm to snag elite talent. Assess the digital talent needs and the employer brand. Traditional companies must avoid the common pitfall of ignorance about the exact kind of digital expertise best suited to their needs. Before recruiting external talent, organizations must assess their needs and their internal capabilities to determine the optimal candidate and skill set needed. Is the digital demand for a strategist, a technologist, or a leader with a commercial skill set? Perhaps the ideal external recruit combines all three. But the prospective digital leader must adequately navigate the organization's existing, defined structures and processes and deal patiently with legacy issues while building relationships with others. By assessing their needs first, organizations ensure they get the best external candidates in the door and are far more likely to select the right leader for the position. To attract top digital talent, traditional companies must cast themselves in the best light. This requires a compelling employer brand that conveys energy and purpose. Building such strong employer brands is one of the top five objectives of many boards today. When launching their strategy for a digital transformation, Traditional organizations must be aware of their employer brand as part of an ecosystem evaluation. They need to define their culture and how their organization functions, including how business gets done, how people relate to and interact with each other, the structure and hierarchy, and the relationships with strategic partners, joint ventures or mergers. They must ask, once they evaluate this ecosystem, how can a born digital executive, who comes from a pure play digital enterprise, succeed in it? Retaining digital talent Given the scarcity of digital talent, retention must always be a priority, especially for internal talent who are digitally ready and undergoing development. As these individuals gain expertise and prove they can help lead digitization initiatives, they become more desirable to other companies and highly likely to be approached by competitors. To keep this valuable talent, companies must create growth opportunities and other incentives for them. As for born digital talent, their nature predisposes them to short-term assignments. After successfully launching initiatives, they are likely to move on to the next challenge. Traditional companies, knowing this, should make the most of the time they have with this talent, concentrating on downloading what they know to develop in-house digital expertise. Human resources should ensure processes are set up to facilitate learning among internal talent and thereby capture the maximum digital knowledge to develop and retain key expertise in the organization. 
Career paths also need to be established to keep internal talent within the organization and contributing to ongoing digital strategies. Summary Across all industries, digitization is a mission-critical advance. Every company and virtually every job will be touched and most likely transformed by digital innovation. As one analysis noted, digitization is a gift to startups, disruptors, and small businesses, but an existential challenge for established companies. There is no room for inertia on the digital frontier. It takes investment, agility, and relentless focus to stay ahead. But the organizations and individuals that can establish themselves as digital leaders can find outsized opportunities. When undertaking a digital transformation, a hybrid approach allows traditional companies to capitalize on the strengths of their digitally ready internal talent, especially the leaders who can build relationships and influence others. The companies, in the meantime, can supplement their human capital with in-depth digital expertise from external, born digital talent. Organizations that bring together the best of both chart a course towards successful transformation with an emphasis on recruiting, developing, and retaining the right talent by using assessments and success profiles to define talent strategies and guide individual talent decisions. Expanding the critical mass of digital talent by developing leaders whose assessments show they are closest to the digital transformation success profile. Dramatically increasing core leaders' exposure to digital experiences to build knowledge and expertise. Extending a digital development analysis to the director level to support succession, people development, and promotion decisions. Boosting the mobility to develop and compensate for digital abilities required in each business unit or function to accelerate strategy implementation where most critical. Promoting a culture of self-development in which leaders take ownership of their careers, incorporating results into individual development plans, and devising and putting in place retention plans for key digital transformation talent. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends and colleagues. Please also support us by clicking the support button at our page anchor.fm forward slash Mayfors, M-A-I-F-O-R-S. That's all for today. Hope you enjoy the podcast. We will see you again in the next episode. Have a great day. Take care and stay safe.